Prowse Bishop and this is the Virtual Business Show. Today we're going to be talking about rates, a topic very close to the hearts of many VAs. There have been a few discussions of late, especially from new VAs, about hourly rates. Almost to the point of fixation, it kind of reminds me of that supermodel in the 80s who said, I won't get out of bed for less than $10,000. There have been comments like, I was offered $30 an hour for the job and there is no way I would work for that. Others who are in the early stages of setting their rates and can't believe anyone would work for less than $50 to $55 an hour. Here's the thing, if you're just starting out and you currently have no clients, zero billable hours at $55 an hour is still zero income. A lot of these new VAs are still working part or full time, so quite frankly, I can't see what's wrong with $30 an hour, especially when you're trying to build your practice. Many VAs begin on much less than that. When starting out, a lot of VAs will take their existing full-time wage and work out the hourly rate they're getting and use that as a starting point. But being experienced in an office environment isn't the same as being experienced as a VA. So whilst you might be worth 40 plus an hour to your employer, are you worth that to a client? Now, of course, as a business owner, you also have to make sure your rate is covering your costs of running a business. So things like equipment, power, internet, insurance, advertising, and also on costs like income protection and superannuation. But I think you'd be surprised at what you can charge and actually be better off than in your full-time job. You can effectively work less and earn more. As an example, when I first started my practice, I left a job paying about 45000 a year. Now, I don't want to get bogged down in the maths, but suffice to say, it worked out about $26 an hour that I was being paid. So when I started my practice, I just rounded up and started out at $30 an hour. In my case, I was working in my practice full-time after 18 months and my business income, not profit, but income, was in the vicinity of fifty to 60000 I wasn't working a 40-hour week. Nina Feldman has a great freely available worksheet, which is a terrific starting point for working out your hourly rate and the typical business expenses, and I'll include the link on the podcast page. Whilst the worksheet covers your main expenses, it doesn't factor in deductions. And it certainly comes out at a higher hourly rate than most VAs I know would ever charge, but who are still turning a profit in their business. I'm charging way less than the suggested billable hourly rate and still achieving a similar salary goal. Whilst it is important you cover your costs of running your business, like as I said, insurance, equipment upgrades, business registration and so on, don't forget that you also have a whole stack of deductions that weren't available to you as an employee. Speak to your accountant, make sure that they're a small business specialist to ensure that you get every deduction you're entitled to. But depending on your circumstances, which are individual to everyone, these might include things like depreciation on office furniture and equipment, your insurance premiums, your business registration, perhaps a percentage of the interest and repayments on your home loan, a proportion of electricity, phone, gas, rates, water, some car expenses, plus the normal costs of running your business, including your web hosting and internet, advertising, marketing and so on. This effectively provides you with more disposable income than when you were working as an employee and you don't get these deductions as an employee. The deductions you claim in your business will have an effect on your profit and hence the tax payable and your net take-home amount. Make sure though that you speak to a decent accountant. 
A lot of VAs are also saying that they need to start with a base hourly rate and then add the cost of their super and insurances, etc., to that base rate. This now means that you're having your client cover your expenses. What happens when you get three clients or 15? You now have 15 times your expenses being covered by clients. Is this why a client would use a VA? Isn't the point to reduce their on costs? Isn't that one of the advantages of using a VA? I've never believed that clients should cover our costs of doing business since they're a deduction for us as our invoices are a business deduction for the client. So aren't you double dipping? Having your client cover your costs and getting a tax deduction for them? That's one to mull over. I had another VA discussing this with me the other day. I was explaining that one long-term client that I have, I charge a special rate for because of the length of time that we've been together, the reliability of his work, the sheer amount of his work, he sends work every day, and the fact that he's a great payer. Soon as he gets the invoice, bam, he's paid it. So I made a commercial decision to do him a deal. She commented that what I was charging only equated to around $25 an hour. This fixation on an hourly rate meant that she didn't see that across a month, I'm invoicing him regularly three to three and a half thousand dollars. For many people, that's their full-time salary. When we fixate on hourly rate, we miss the big picture in my opinion. Other discussions I've seen are along the lines that I'm offended they would offer me so little. I am worth more than that. Perhaps that's true, but if you're just starting, and let's say you're also working part or full time, that means your availability to the client is reduced. And so therefore, how much value are you actually bringing them? That effectively reduces what you were then worth. Why not start out at a reduced rate? Get the experience, get the testimonial, and in a very short time, you can increase your rate or you charge your next client the higher rate or you look at packaging your hours. Instead of fixating on your hourly rate, what about instead talking with the client about their budget? How much can they afford? Are you prepared to work for that amount? I was contacted recently by an older gentleman who was working on a family history of a local man. He was after someone to transcribe the tapes and the handwritten notes. He lives regionally, so there's not a lot of money around, especially with the drought. I asked him whether he had a budget for the job. He said he thought maybe about $25 an hour. I explained to him transcription ratios and he understood four hours of audio wasn't going to be $100. Now this is much less than what I would normally charge, but I accepted the job because it sounded like an interesting gig. I could fit it into the time frame he had and frankly $25 an hour was more than nothing. In this case, I looked at what he could afford, not what I was worth. It's one thing to say I'm worth more than $30 an hour or $40. 50 or 60, but not if the client can't or won't pay it. It's like real estate. Your house is completely worthless if no one will buy it. Yes, value your services, but have services to bring first, in my opinion. Your worth is also decreased by how much experience you have working remotely or virtually, what experience you have with the technology you need to use to get the job done, or what the client might want specifically. If you have to come to discussion groups asking pretty basic questions, then you shouldn't be charging 50 plus an hour. Another thing I see is discussions around your rate also covering your cost of living. Whilst this is true, we work in a global industry. 
Your cost of living only factors in, in my opinion, if your client is local to you. And that might be a controversial position. But look, for example, my regional clients can't necessarily afford as much as my metro or overseas clients because their incomes are less. There isn't as much money around in regional areas. My husband gets about $22 an hour as a boilermaker where we live, but he could get up to nearly 40 for the same job on the coast. I believe we need to flip the idea of cost of living on its head or we will always be outbid by offshore VAs. Clients should be paying what they can afford, not what they think our cost of living dictates. This does not mean the client sets the rate. I am not saying this. As the business owner, you definitely do this, but it can be a negotiated decision mutually beneficial to you both. This is why Filipino VAs are being exploited at rates of 2 to $5 an hour for the same services we provide because clients think they don't need to be paid as much because of the local cost of living. If I provide the same services to the same level of skill and quality from a regional area to a global marketplace that a city-based VA provides to the same clients, why shouldn't we be paid the same rate? Note that I said to the same level of skill and quality and to the same sorts of clients. That's crucial. Now, I'm not in any way suggesting price fixing, but I do believe we should be paid according to our abilities and services, not our location. But the cost of living argument means that there's a belief out there that the city VA will charge more than me because of where she lives. Well, to me, this goes back to the mindset of being an employee. Sydney employees are paid more than Perth employees, for example, or Melbourne employees are paid more than Adelaide employees, or regional employees get less than metro ones, or even Queensland pays less than New South Wales, or whatever. Wherever you live, the employment rates are different based on the city where you live. But we're virtual, which means it doesn't matter where we live, or shouldn't matter where we live, if we're providing services to clients all over the place. Obviously, the city VA might have a higher cost of living than me, though whilst this was true in the past, I actually tend to question that belief these days. But I still maintain that we should be paid for value, skill and services, not based purely on location. If we have the skills, we have no worries about earning enough to survive as a business no matter where we live. VAs, especially new ones, should be looking at building their experience. Start with a rate, increase those rates commensurate with that experience. It doesn't have to take long. Not starting on what they think they're worth or what they see other VAs charging or where they live. You don't start a job in real life on the top rate of pay, which is why pay scales are advertised. The same should apply, in my opinion, to our industry. Don't sell yourself short and be sure to cover your expenses, but remember you have all those deductions that offset the cost of running a business and no clients at $55 an hour is still zero income. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Share your thoughts. Thanks so much for listening.